Hello, and welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus, and that's Nick. Oh my goodness, Marcus, thank you so much for that rousing introduction. I know, it was, <laughs> hold on, my audio is not working again. Okay, well good, because it was very laid back. Guys, welcome to Now Try This, a podcast where two best friends try things. I'm Nick, that's Marcus, that you can't quite hear quite yet, and we challenge each other every week to try our favorite things. And this week, we are trying Violent Night, but it's special. Because we did not give ourselves Violent Night. No, no, no. Our fans did. That's right. At patreon.com slash now try this cast. You guys once a month decide what we will be trying. But normally the way this works is last week we did Bleach Thousand Year Blood War because it's one of my favorite things in the world. Bleach. And I wanted Marcus to join me on that journey. You ever get that feeling? Like you have something that you love, that you have a friend, they won't watch it, and it's so annoying because you have no one to talk about it to. We're your new best friends. Nice. Fucking deal with it. Killing it. Fucking deal with My it. My audio is working now. Good. That was beautiful. That's all I love that. That was all that was all that's all I had to fill the time. Honestly, Marcus, okay, it's great. Now now we get to be over. Good job. Good night. No, the show's not over, just the uh, intro. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. different. What's up with me? I am yeah. about to go to Georgia for Christmas. Celebrate Christmas in Georgia for the first time. How exciting. Mm-hmm. For the for the first time is such a funny phrase because it makes me feel like you're going to like it's like now that you live now you live there. Now it's just it's just a funny phrase. It's it is, it is interesting. I feel like I was you know, we were, you and I I've had many conversations about like traditions and like what it means to have a tradition, what it means to start a tradition. Sure. Why don't you have one of those conversations <laughs> now and tell us? I feel like <laughs> traditions i've always said this but traditions are just uh, what i call a make them up right like you just need to make something up decide it's a tradition and just do it again the next year and then solidify that that it's a tradition and then you yeah. fucking are good you know like darren and i we go to six flags every year now and that's a tradition we just decided you know and then we come home and we watch jingle all the way we just decided that's also part of the tradition now <laughs> <laughs> that's fair i watch love actually every christmas the reason is because the first year i was really sad on christmas i will love actually and then i wanted to watch the next year and now it's tradition now there i always watch go. love actually on christmas mm-hmm. i still gotta watch this year there's a new documentary on hulu i'm excited to watch oh about, about love actually yeah all the cast like came back to talk about it oh that's fun yeah it's a fun like little, little christmas christmas gift christmas treat just for me awesome. uh, I'm, I'm not doing anything I'm not going anywhere for Christmas, but mm-hmm. uh, Lexi and I, we are I'm tra- messing with my lights. So I don't like them. Okay, <laughs> good. Let me get this over here a little bit. Get my eye a little. Wow. Great. That's good better. Stuff. Uh, <laughs> it is better. We are going to make pizza on Christmas. We're each going to make a pizza with our favorite toppings. That will be our you know Christmas cute. dinner. I like it. I'm super excited. I'm I like excited. it. We've never made pizza together. I don't think I've made pizza since. Did you I was buy like, all the stuff already? Oh, she's buying them tomorrow. Ooh. And we will have. She is choosing to have a hot honey. And that's prosci- a good choice. Shudo hot honey. I think. Yes, that's very Brooklyn uh, and 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 pizza. collaborate chilies pizza. 
Uh, very... She's very Brooklyn. And, <laughs> and I, very uh, upstate Western New York, uh, have asked for onion, chicken, and barbecue sauce. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That is what about that? blue cheese? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about blue cheese. Oh, my God. I haven't eaten blue cheese in so long because I've been on such a health kick for years. <laughs> I'm going to have blue cheese for my pizza for Christmas. Marcus, <laughs> you have created a Christmas miracle. Yes. Guys, you don't know this. I used to put blue cheese on everything. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite condiment. It would be with every sub, with every pizza, with every wing, with every piece of chicken. I even a couple of times put it in my spaghetti. Don't judge me. <laughs> Shit was delicious. It was you creamy me and in good. On that. I feel like before meeting you, I wasn't, I mean, I liked blue cheese enough, but I didn't really have blue cheese, but going to college in West New York or Western New York was like, okay, they put blue cheese places, on everything. You places make their own blue cheese. They like, yeah. fuck it. it's a thing over mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. It's very, a sense of pride to make your own blue cheese over there. Speaking of Christmas, Marcus, speaking of Christmas traditions, Marcus, we are here to talk about Violent Night. Mm hmm and i am fucking floored by this movie because i didn't know anything i saw zero trailers all i saw was the poster of a dirty santa claus that's all oh, i saw okay that's good i knew nothing going in and i am floored i was i was i was shocked i, I was shook and, and how nice because we do that so little nowadays that's true so little that's true it i was, saw a trailer so nice. and was like okay the trailer was pretty good. It, I mean, it doesn't completely give you everything, but it was like, you're going to get died. Well, there's not a lot. I'm, I'm sure it gave you Santa quite a bit. Claus. <laughs> and that's all I needed. And I was immediately invested. And also, you know, this is the first year that I haven't given you a Die Hard for Christmas. To I do. know. So, because you don't like the fourth one? or This is just in place of that. that well, the thing about Die Hard that you need to know is there are no longer Christmas movies. So now. I can just give them to you whenever I want. I Ooh, that's kind of exciting. I rain to just there's dump a diehard on you. There's a number four and a number five? If I'm being honest, yes, I think so. Because I think is four is the one with the guy from Barbarian, Jason Long. And then Justin I think Long. Justin Long. And five is the one where Bruce Willis has a secret or a son grows. He, it's his son or something. I know it's that one guy that's in so many action movies, but he's like really boring. Jai Courtney? Yeah. Is that his name? Sure. Just it makes sense no. because the movie is also very boring. No offense to him. He was a good Captain Boomerang. All the offense to him. Fuck that guy. All right. He's boring cool. as shit. Be better. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 But Marcus, gosh, I um thank you to the Patreons for giving me this movie because I never would watch it. I were you was this on your radar? Were you gonna watch this movie? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, look, Nick. Oh, you we, saw the trailer, we though. Joked, I, I, yeah. We joked on the menu episode about, oh, if you want to make this movie better, you said you wish it should be like Saw. I said it should be like Die Hard. I am just actually, and uh, this is not even a joke. It's not ironic. I'm just a fucking sucker for the Die Hard trope. Like, you put yeah. the Die Hard trope in something, and I'm at least going to watch it. Not going to guarantee that I'll enjoy it, but I'm going to watch it. This also made me realize Home Alone is almost like the Die Hard trope. Har Home, Hard Home Alone is 100% Die Hard for children. It is not almost. It is 100% Die Hard for children. I don't children. think anyone has ever described it like that, and I don't know if anyone ever will again. <laughs> Marcus, I, oh, fucking, this movie. So, uh, the movie starts, and before we get to, before we get to that, this movie is doing okay. 
Like, oh, it's got it? a budget. It's got a budget of 20 million and it's in the box office 56 million. Fuck. Yes. Honestly, look, man, I will get into it. But after yeah. leaving the theater, I'm going to fucking spoil it. I love this movie. First off. OK, after I left the theater, I was like, I would watch 500 sequels to this movie like i would watch <laughs> david harbour's santa claus versus vampires david harbour like just different kind of shit happening every christmas and he keeps getting into stuff and he's like ah, oh. you know you can have him do the i'm too old for this shit kind of thing he's just like reluctant santa who keeps getting other into, holidays like, up. oh yeah come on it could be a whole universe well i want you to know that uh on the wikipedia in the future in november 2022 harbor mentioned that there were discussions of mrs claus appearing appearing in a potential sequel yes. during production and the director said if the film's a success that they plan on making a second one good the producer confirmed that all creatives involved intend to make a sequel and the actor David Harper suggested for the role of Mrs. Claus, Charlize Theron. Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's kind of good. good. I think they That's could go. Good. I think they could do better. I think they could do something a little more out of left field that it's Charlize Theron is like, oh, yeah, I see. Yes. But there, there's fine. a name. She would do a great there's job. a name where you say the name and you're like, oh, yeah, that person. I don't yes. like I feel field. like because she was a uh, Furiosa in Mad Max, right? Yeah. She was she did great at that role. So like th- because perfect. of that, if you go that route with the Mrs. Claus, then I could definitely see it happening. But I would need her to be like a rough and gruff kind of lady. <laughs> like Darren in the chat said, I too would suggest that I get to make out with Charlie Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Wow, I never even thought of that as an actor. I didn't think if, about that. If you just put out there who you want to make out with in the yeah. sequel oh oh my <laughs> wife she should be uh surely their own tom holland oh who do you think mj should be in the spider-man movie Ugh, i don't know zendaya and then <laughs> boom they're in like a three-year relationship especially with spider-man spider if you're a spider-man you are like you going date to your end marriage end up you date. with your mary jane wow so also what do you think the tomato score is for this movie i want to say 75 percent 73 percent wow okay what do you think an audience score is 50 percent. 88 whoa that's great i'm fucking i'm shocked i'm, I'm shook well look you know what i realized recently and no please this, tell me this has to do with this movie we're talking about christmas we're talking about movies we're talking about this one we'll get to the plot <laughs> later but it's diehard what more do you need to explain uh, maybe we never will that's it <laughs> most of the christmas movies i love have dog shit rotten tomato scores this might be one of the highest rated Christmas movies that I like. Sure. With a 70% or 72%. What? That's pretty good. Do you have like for your Christmas movies that you like, are they like highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes or are they like low? Because for me, it's like Jingle All the Way, which is 12%. It's like, fuck, I forgot what the other one was. For me, for me, it's, it's, it's kind of not fair because I feel like. Oh, well, you know, even Love Actually, which I, I assumed would be really high, is 64%. Mm-hmm. And then what else do I watch? Um, I don't even know what else I watch. I'm, I know. I'm blanking, that's, too. That's really all I watch. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that, like, especially Christmas movies, they're, like, given bad ratings. So 70% for a Christmas movie? Oh, Last good. Christmas with Amelia Clark. I love that movie. It came out just a couple years ago. That gets 46%. Mm-hmm. I like that movie also. <laughs> Falling for Christmas? Uh, Last Christmas? I did. It's just so cute and genuine yeah. and rom-commy. It was a stupid fucking and... twist or whatever, but like it was fun. 
It's Amelia Clark, man. She's yeah. just good. Yeah. She's just She's good. pretty good. I wouldn't mind watching Have her you, more. Last thing, and then we will get into this. Have you watched any new Christmas movies yet? Because I've watched two, and I want to talk about it real quick. Like new Christmas? What do you mean by new Christmas movies? This Christmas, have you watched any new Christmas movies? I didn't know there were any new Christmas movies other than Violent Night. Dude, what are you fucking talking about? There's like 16 Christmas movies every year. The Hallmark ones count? Yeah, the Hallmark Uh, one. Disney's got them now. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, which I loved. I I also watched that. I like the song is my was my favorite part. The song was great. Yeah. My we watched my Italian Christmas memories. How's that? Uh, so okay. So every year, another tradition that we just did as a make them up. <laughs> we watch one. We discovered that there's a channel. I'll start at the beginning. Hallmark is I, famous I a, for making yeah. Christmas movies, right? They're bad. Yes. It's a it's a trope, whatever. Yeah. Now there's a Hallmark channel called Hallmark Murders and Mysteries. And they okay. also have Christmas movies, except there's a little mystery involved in the Christmas movie. And so we started now and every year we watch like one of the new Hallmark Mysteries uh, Christmas movies. So like the Whoa. first so like last year they had one about the angel tree or something like that. So it's this tree. You write your your wishes on it, and then it comes true. And the mystery was like, who's granting all the wishes in the town? But then there's also the typical Hallmark love story happening. And oh, then this God. one, oh yeah, they all revolve around. Everyone gets amnesia or something. And then this one was someone had dementia, and like the mom died and didn't have the recipe for like I don't know, fucking some kind of Italian Christmas dish, and they had to like <laughs> figure out who in the town would know the recipe. It was so stupid. It's very dumb, but it's fun because it's dumb. Wow. I love that. I'm going to have to check this out. You should definitely check some out. Yeah, it was pasta sauce. That's what they couldn't make. (laughs) Because the two that I watched this year so far, (laughs) new, and I suggested we watch them. And Lexi was like, sure. And then as soon as they went on, she was on her phone the whole entire time. (laughs) But I had a fucking blast. I was fucking tearing them apart. The first one was the Lindsay Lohan falling. For oh, Christmas. I saw that one, too. Oh, it was really bad. It was pretty funny, though. It was good. But I loved I liked watching it. Yeah, it was yeah. really it was bad. A good time. It, was it was so ridiculous. Like we could make a better Christmas movie. It was so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. For and sure. it, it was also crazy because the main dude who was on Glee, genuinely a good actor and sincere and was doing yes. fine. And yes. then just everything else around him <laughs> was to the like dialed up to the nth degree and made no sense at all. It was so funny i also watched the justin long christmas parody movie that was like i forgot what it was called oh is this a isn't there a sincere one that just came out where he's like it's he's not like, sincere it has the, the lady cousin, from pitch perfect it's like yes and the guy from where it's Snow. like no it it's was like, definitely yeah. a parody they were like that's not a, i don't think that's a parody it was it's just a christmas parody. movie no it was i think not. it was funny it's it was pitched, a parody it's pitched as a christmas movie but it is a parody i wanted to watch it. it's good it's it is obvious that they're trying to make a parody, which sometimes doesn't. You know what I mean? Like when someone's yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. be bad on purpose, it doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was fun. I had a good time. There was some good like stuff in there. And the other one I watched because it's just been so long since we've seen him do anything. I watched Christmas with you with Freddie Prince Jr. on Netflix. Brand new Christmas Wait, movie. Really? Mm-hmm. And basically what it is is the girl who is the forensic scientist from Lucifer. Okay. She is a pop star 
and she sees on Instagram someone sing her song and she goes and visits them and finds out her dad, who is, of course, a widow, is a good songwriter. And then they make a song together and then they save Christmas. <laughs> I, I, that sounds pretty good to me. How I was liked it? it. I like it. I don't know. And, and something if you don't, I, I, I don't know if you know a lot about Freddie Prince Jr., but he's just one of those guys yeah, yeah, who's, yeah. he's been around for so, he used to be the it guy. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of disappeared, which if you don't really know, seems like, oh, did he just fall? Yeah, but he's, he's just been he kind of left Wars. the business to no. Well, he kind of he left the business to take care of his family, to like be with his family. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's talked I, about it. He's like, I'm not I don't take a movie if it's I'm. Yeah, from, he, he no longer really does movies, but him. he's been acting in Star Wars content. Oh, sure. For yeah, yeah. De- like a decade now. Yeah. And he's a huge nerd. He loves Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, he loves yeah. wrestling. He used to write for wrestling. He's a oh, crazy. Dude. That's fun. Uh, but he's also Puerto Rican, and he was talking about, I was like, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. is Puerto Rican? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I got to be Puerto Rican in this movie, and that was really cool. Because he's very white passing, and he's he was as the It star as... He was Fred in Scooby-Doo. He's, like he's very white passing. He's Puerto Rican, yeah. It's oh, Prince with wow. a Z, Marcus. It's Prince with a Z. Prince. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I've, I've never felt more represented <laughs> in Hollywood as a white puerto rican than yeah. freddie prince jr freddie prince jr if you ever want to be on the podcast you want to we'll talk about christmas with you i fucking loved it it was great so violent night okay wow, i'm gonna watch that movie just because he's puerto rican now that's i know that's not that's a honestly the only movies. reason i watched it that's the only reason i watched it and it wasn't good and i loved it <laughs> it wasn't good oh, and man. i loved it okay that's hilarious so violent night violent night marcus Again, remember, as I'm starting to watch this film, I know nothing about it. Okay. I literally saw, as I bought the tickets, it said, a group of mercenaries. And I said, oh, I'm going to stop reading. And I assumed a group of mercenaries dressed up as Santa Claus were going to go invade someone. Because by the poster, Uh, it looked like Santa was like a bad guy. He looked like grizzled and bad. Okay. And Lexi said it was a horror movie. And I was like, oh, okay. Is it like Santa's killing people? Is it like one of those things? She said it's a horror movie? Which those movies exist? That's what Lexi said. <laughs> Lexi, what wow. are you doing? Can you, can you, can you, can you judge her any harsher with that? Lexi, look? justify that. <laughs> <laughs> and she, um, so I assumed it was like that one movie where Santa kills people. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then we get, we get Santa, David Harbour is at the bar talking with another Santa. And honestly, I thought it was a good opening scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then. Marcus, I can't describe to you what was going through my head and my feelings, you know, five minutes in where I turned to Lexi and I was like, he's actually Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that so much that we were dealing with the myth, the man, the legend of Chris Kringle. Now, I had no idea. Did you the movie for you immediately or were you like, no, more I was immediately like, I was immediately like sitting up in my chair like this is really sad there's stakes now <laughs> this is really sad and he's sad <gasps> he doesn't want to be sandy this could be his last christmas okay intrigued okay because i was not expecting it <laughs> oh man i love that i love that so much it's it's one of those movies that clearly was like a bunch of people were in the writer's room being like okay what if we did die hard but santa claus was the hero you know? 100%. And yeah. the fact that they were able to tell a like relatively compelling story was was fun. Was interesting. It had like similar stakes to agree. Die Hard. You know, he's kind of like down. He doesn't want to do what he's doing anymore. And 
he has a strong, strenuous relationship with his wife. Yeah. Yeah, I really appreciated that the movie knew it was Die Hard and Home Alone. And then yes. in the movie, said it. You're like, wow, reference to Die Hard. Wow, reference the to Home Alone. I was like, great. You understand. I you Yeah, because I was like, I was sitting there. And every time there was a new reference to Die Hard, I was just like giddy. I was I was lit up. I was happy and having a fun time because I think that like so many times movies are derivative, right? They, they, they are clearly inspired 100%. by something, whatever. And that's not a bad thing if you're paying. But they pretend they're not. But they pretend they're not, which is just this. You actually end up in this weird spot where you're like, OK, clearly this is just a recreation of this other movie. But you're yeah. not acknowledging in any way. Like Hunger Games was a recreation of Battle Royale. She was saying it. For the longest time until the movie became until it became popular. And then it was like, I've never watched that movie in my life. And it's like, that's a weird thing to change. Or like uh weird. fucking something else we saw. Uh the Joker was a was just what was that movie? Derivative that of of the comedian New York community. It was, it was whatever uh, that movie is. But that like, fucking yes. Scorsese movie. Yeah. It's basically the same exact movie, but like they didn't say it. Which yeah. is just weird. Like it's Black okay. Swan and Perfect Blue, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's okay to it's okay if your thing isn't wholly original because you're bringing your own spin to it. And this movie, as much as it pays homage and is referencing Die Hard, it's not Die Hard. And it's yeah. it's fun in its own right. I was so shocked, Marcus. I can't describe to you how shocked I was. Were and you then put off okay. when he leaves, flies off in a sleigh, and throws up on the lady. Was that like a, what was that scene for you? Oh gosh, I, I'm so glad you asked because I feel like I don't know how I feel about it because I was still in such shock that it was actually Santa Claus that I feel like that moment I wasn't paying, I wasn't like, it's not even that I was forgiving to it. I was just still in my own world processing this is this was still Santa because I feel like this, this movie, whilst being very fun and playful, and try to do a couple new things mm -hmm. and you know mostly was paying homage to things we knew i felt like there was a tone problem because it didn't know mm, okay if it wanted to be james gunn funny if it wanted to be die hard if it wanted to be home alone funny if it wanted to be its own thing if it wanted to take itself too serious, I think that the movie did a pretty good job of treating everything pretty serious. But then there were moments that I think it thought was levity that I was like, well, that was a bad joke. But I'm like in it. So I'm going to accept it. I'm going to move on. Mm -hmm. But that was one of them. It was like, can you I think of an mind. example of one that was like a, a bad joke besides the throw up? The throw up, I thought also was kind of like, oh, I get it. It was kind of funny, but it was like. It was more it was gross out humor, which I feel like isn't always doesn't always land. Yeah, I I can't think of a, a direct example because oh, I can't. Most of the most of the rich people stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. most of the things about how filthy and rich they are were not. So. So. OK. So the movie sets up Santa as David Harbour as being this very like relatable cathartic person where with like these real stakes and these real emotions and it's like trying to make me really fucking care about santa and i think it does a good job mm -hmm. but then at the same time almost everyone else actually not even the villains mostly the rich family are such characters they're like the knives out family in a bad movie they're like okay dialed up to like yeah, yeah, this yeah. caricature like 
Knives Out does this, but like clever. I just also just watched Knives Out. So Fair. it's like prevalent in my mind. Like but Glass like Onion is, or the original Knives Out? The, the original. The original. Okay. I watched the new one, yeah. Where like the son in there is like this little neo-Nazi kid. And he's always texting mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like this is like that kind of version of it. But it's just so like badly written. And they're, play- and they're playing them like caricatures, which I think is fine. Yeah. But that's not the same movie that David Harbour was in. Because David then, Harbour like, was th- like a compelling person with a deep background he was good at stories acting really well at it he was really selling his character i could see that i feel like i the family was like here take her or take him or like oh yeah like very my main problem with the film was that david harbour and luis guzman too i feel like we're like really good and everyone else i don't think was as good as they were and even the little girl was good too but I thought the little girl was pretty good. Not everyone was, was good. as good as those two. And so it felt like Agreed. a little disconnected. David and John, David Harbour and John Lucas Omar felt like they were in the same movie. They felt like they came to play. I understood them. I bought mm-hmm. them. And and the rest of the family, I just didn't I didn't under, I didn't get it. I, 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 yeah. I, and I don't blame the actors. Like, I don't know if if it was the script. I don't know if it was the direction. I don't know if it was. It, maybe it is just them. Mm-hmm. But all of them had this tone of silliness that veered into un, uh, unrealistic. Yeah, I think that with a lot of movies, a lot of times I, I, we touched on it a little bit earlier. But if you're making a parody or making a comedy, if you tell people it's a comedy, sometimes they act like they're in a comedy, you know, like they have a specific yeah. way of acting. They have a specific way of talking. They overact or whatever. And yeah. so it's fine sometimes. But I think that some of the funniest comedies come from like people just acting as if it was completely normal shit that was going on yeah. or acting like real people. And the absurdity comes from the events that are happening around them and how they react to them. So I don't know. It it felt like you told these actors that they were in a comedy and they were acting as yeah. if they were in a comedy, except for David and, 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 so, and sometimes that works. But then you have a movie like old school where it's like, that's what you're doing. Like that's everyone's yes. doing that. Yeah. That's what the yeah. movie you're in. Everyone's playing with the same, same uh, yeah. canvas. Yeah. It all makes sense. Cause I feel like when that happens then it feels like an SNL sketch, right? Where it's like, okay, like, Oh, it really does. You they, know, they, it's they like, did feel sketchy. It felt like a sketch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think some of the family members definitely felt like a sketch. And now I'm going to go back and say this, that like, I don't think it took me out of the movie really at any point. Agreed. You know, agreed. I I think overall it's a disappointment, but I I agree that that's not what hampered the movie for me. There was something that hampered the movie for me, but I'll get into that. Yeah, I would say if I have to knock down the movie a couple points, that's that's where I'm knocking it down. But pretty much everywhere else, I had a blast. I had a great time. I think David... Uh, it's so hard to like imagine this movie working without David Harbour. I love David Harbour. I loved him as Hellboy. Yes. I loved him as the Red Guardian. Love him in Stranger Things. This guy, I was going to play hair, no hair, David Harbour. And then I realized <laughs> this guy has been working a long time and he has not been the lead on a lot of things. So that gave yeah. me out of work. So yeah. we're not playing that. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, but he is so good you know he's 47 wow that's great great i love him i feel like david harbour is one of those actors that is underappreciated like he he brings it he like gives him a role his all i like you said i i also loved him in hellboy i 
turned to Darren doing the movie and I was like, I am so upset, especially after watching this movie, that Hellboy didn't work out for him because yeah. I thought that he he was a great successor to Ron Perlman. Like he if he talked about reason, it too, how heartbreaking it was. Yeah, for some reason, if they decided to make another one, I would go with David Harbour again because that wasn't the problem with the movie. He fucking no, it killed it. Agreed. And I think he understood the assignment he was in. Like he yeah. was sincere when he needed to be. He was funny when he needs to be. He was like actiony. And this rugged, like down and out hero that's seen better days. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Fucking per- it's fucking perfect. It's Santa. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a weird thing that like Santa Claus is giving some of the most compelling storyline that we see in action movies, right? Like, we talk about like the ego that is involved in a lot of the actors who uh, are leads in action movies. Like, look at the whole thing that's oh, yeah. going on with Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. Oh, now. I know. He's not going through it. He crazy. didn't want to get punched in the face because he wanted to like be in the big leagues of DC only or whatever the fuck they're talking about. Like, <clears throat> that whole thing is sad. And the whole yeah. thing about the Fast and Furious people, like in their contracts, they all have that they can't lose a fight. So the fights are boring and there's no fucking stakes. Like, yeah. So that takes you out of the film because when you can't see the character at their lows, you can't root for them. You know, it doesn't make the highs as rewarding. But in this movie, I totally agree. We, and, and same thing in fucking Die Hard, Bruce Willis. I mean, I don't know if he's probably, he hasn't been that way in a while, but like, that was the beginning of his career. He was like a no-name person. They went to so many other action stars for the role. And he was like, no, yeah. I will fucking, I will lose the fight. I will be beaten up, bruised, bloodied by the end of this film. And because of that, and because he was able to push through, you like connect with him so much during that film. And the same thing happened in this film. Like David Harper got bloodied, got bruised up. And he really did. you really felt for him and you felt like there were stakes. And I think... Just to go back to the humor thing about how all the humor everywhere else wasn't nailed. He played it exactly how he should. He had a lot of jokes, but he never played them as jokes. He was Santa. And a lot of the humor was coming from him saying things. And it's funny because he's Santa. Yeah. Either because it's a little crass or because it's like, how long have you been doing this? I lost count. That's just funny. Yeah. And he just played yeah. it sincerely. And that's why it worked. He's He was so good. Yeah. And then John Lloyd's armor, I think you, you are completely right. I also loved. I think he he is doing his best Hans Gruber, like <laughs> fucking yeah. just going for it, not giving a fuck. Oh, yeah. And he, God. And he is Hans just Gruber, I love it. Uh, truly, though, he mm-hmm. is just like pushing it and being like he's like, oh, like a lot of people who would do this role would be like maniacal. Yeah, but at no point John is being maniacal. He's being very matter of fact. Like you fuckers, just go fucking do that. Like yeah. he's just like, yeah. and he's just playing it as if he's older and annoyed, and he yes. just wants to get this shit done. Like yeah. he's like not there to play, and like a, a lot of actors are like, <laughs> let's fucking enjoy this. Yeah. John looks up, he's like, fucking cut off his knees. Let's fucking yeah. get this over with. Come on, Fair. I'm like, this it was really great. This movie could have easily felt like a Muppets movie, like over oh, the yeah. top. Like mustache twirling villain. Yeah. But I think John Linguizamo really sold it. Cause he just wasn't the whole time. Like that's a hard part. Like a guy who fucking hates Christmas and is like, it's just so cheesy <laughs> conceptually. But he like brought realness to it that sold the comedy. As he's giving his monologue about I was like, yeah, well, when we had Christmas, it fucking sucked and this and that. I was yeah. like, wow. 
He's like really trying. He's really <laughs> he saying tried. this thing. Yeah. He's being really yeah. sincere here. Now, here for me is what didn't work in the movie. I think the concept loved it. David Harbour loved it. John Lewis Armour loved him. And I thought the story itself, I, I don't see anything wrong with the story beats as they unfolded. But I felt like the movie itself just didn't do itself service. And by what I mean is just like direction wise, like these action scenes, I understood like at this moment, he's going through in the dark with this hammer and it's very cool. And like, we're seeing him kick ass, but like, I wanted that to feel the same way that fucking, uh, what's his face in the Kingsman in the church felt right. And like this great moment when he's like rough and tumbling, tumbling with like a, fucking a guy with a pool at a pool table with the, with some fucking christmas lights like i wanted this to feel more creative and visually interesting and like cooler shots and like visual mm, storytelling okay. like i think it lacked direction and i felt that as i was going i thought that there wasn't like a vision of what this should have been should be and it, it's hard because we we just got so many of them like the menu was a perfect example of a movie that like conceptually great script wise we thought there were flaws but because the movie had a take and a vision and a style and an aesthetic and like a story they wanted to tell it was just so enjoyable to watch well this movie i thought we just kind of like jumped around and we were just like and hey, now we're here and now we're here and now we're gonna do this and now we're gonna do that and now we're gonna do this and now we're gonna do that and, this, and then the movie's over i could see that i get what you're saying and i also now that i'm thinking about the movie i think I see that too, but I don't think that really took away any points for me because I think yeah. like direction wise, I do think that like, look, actors are wonderful and sometimes in a vacuum, they will act the shit out of stuff. But a lot of times it's, it's directing and stuff like that, that brings the scene out for them and that tells a cohesive narrative and stuff like that. And so like, I feel like a lot of the film, I don't want to knock the director entirely because it was a competent film, but you're right yeah. that there could have been more style to it. I think that's what I mean. Like, I don't think I think the 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 movie was well made because I, I definitely want to emphasize that because I think I, I it's not poorly made. Mm -hmm. Like it's a like we've seen poorly made films. It's not poorly made. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's it's just the movie was conceptually with David Harbor this thing about the Santa Claus and Die Hard. I just like there was just a there was room for us to have some like action scenes that we would remember for years to come. There was just room for like emotional say, beats and stuff. I will remember were, a lot were, of those action scenes. Those are sure, pretty good action scenes. They were pretty it, Once it's he hard starts because going I going in with a hammer like it's pretty I think, brutal creative stuff. Well, I think the stunt coordinator and the stunt team did fantastic. I actually think, and the stunt, I and what David Harbour did, did do, and the stuntman did. Is the maestro pulling all the strings, doing all that I stuff? I don't. I didn't like the way it was filmed. I thought hmm. it was filmed a little pedestrianly. Okay. I thought it was just like for like I just I needed more like more pizzazz, more action, more. I wanted to feel like the camera was looping around, but also. I feel like what I'm talking about also stems from the fact that I just remember this film made 20 million there. It cost 20 million dollars. Marcus, That's that is nothing. nothing. That is that nothing is that right is chump change. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, the the way this film looks 
compared to what it should have looked for what it costs is probably pretty impressive. You know what? Yeah. You know what my problem is? Yeah. You know what my problem is? I'm compared. This movie was pretty good. Uh huh. And because of that, and because of David Harbour, how good he did, I'm comparing it to Barbarian, which was like this maestro stroke. I'm comparing it to the MCU. I'm comparing it yeah. to John Wick. Yeah. I'm comparing it to Die Hard. Like I'm yeah. comparing it to these like bigger budgeted kind of things. Like Die Hard, I don't know if it had a big budget, but it, it's like, yeah. but that was like a, a like that that that's a special special thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I, and also Home Alone is filmed very dynamic, yeah. dynamically, and I don't think the movie does itself any favors because it's comparing themselves to those. So I think you know that's kind of its own fault. But you're right; I'm probably being a little harsh because I think I, everything bet, was well money, made. I think it's an yeah. incredibly well made movie. I it just had the chance to be like the best movie ever. With a conceptually, budget, I loved it. I feel yeah. like I could see what you're saying, right? Like, there's like the Matrix has incredible like fight cinematography and things like yeah. that which is like separate than the you know choreographed stuff itself yeah. but it's its own form of like camera choreographing that is pretty cool like like when there's a fight scene when someone gets taken down and the camera kind of like turns with them as they're getting taken down stuff like that i could see what you're saying but the camera is pretty much like most of the film was just there yeah. and just following what was happening and it was very well made yes. i just wanted a little more style that's all I just yeah. I think I that's all I really want to say about it. I just I just wanted some more style mm-hmm. because I think it just had the chance to be stylistically more. And but then as I'm as I was sitting there in the theater, the middle of the movie, I almost fell asleep because there's a good 20 <laughs> minutes where there's good where listen, I like the movie, but there's a good 20 minutes right in the middle where Santa's talking on the walkie-talkie, the rich family's talking, the crooks are talking, then Santa's talking on the walkie-talkie, then the rich people are talking, then the crooks are talking, and it's just talking for 20 minutes. And I was about to dock at points for that in my review today. Yeah. I was ready to come and was like, why did the middle of this movie fucking suck? But then I just remembered that this movie cost 20 million. I bet they couldn't afford another <laughs> action scene. I bet they would have loved to have one more grunt fight yeah. Santa in the middle, yeah. but they literally just didn't have the money. So, like, how can I even knock you for that? Yeah, I feel like I, I, it's the same thing, right? Like, like I'm over here earlier talking about how much I like the Hallmark movies and yeah. how silly and fun they are. And yeah. I think that this movie is, like, if I had to hold it up to, I don't know, The Departed, like, it doesn't hold up. But, like, you sure, know, for sure, a fun sure. Christmas romp, it I, is a B movie. absolutely incredible. It's a B movie. I think the movie did so well that it made me feel like it was an A movie and it was not a great mm-hmm. A movie. But I have to remember that this is fucking this. It's Santa Claus Die Hard. This is a really fucking B movie ass movie. Yeah. And it was really fucking good for a B ass movie. Exactly. I, I didn't. I wasn't viewing it like that. Yeah. I was going to the theater. Yeah. I see yeah. movies at home. <laughs> I went to a theater. I paid 40 bucks to see this goddamn movie. Like I was expecting an A. Like that's a lot of money. You go. That's the same cost it would have cost me to go see Avatar. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Or it's Oppenheimer. Not, whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this should. I should have. Spoilers for later. You should either pay five bucks or watch, watch it on Netflix. <laughs> but it's a very good B movie. You know. But it yeah, is. A, yeah, it yeah, is yeah, a B yeah. movie. It is yeah. a B movie. It's the same thing. Like it's so funny. I, I I guess I'll talk about my experience going to the movie too because I also saw this movie, but I saw it for like eight. Oh, hold on. This was person. produced by the guy who made John Wick. So maybe 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 I was right. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I saw this movie for like sixteen dollars and I enjoyed it. I also want to say that <laughs> so I was the. Darren and I were the only people in the theater. We had the entire oh. theater to ourselves, and it That's was wild. fun. 
It was great. We were so loud. We were laughing. We were having a great time. We were like closing our eyes and some of the like more violent kills. We were like, you know, it was just like a really, really fun, enjoyable time. It felt like when you go to see a horror movie or something like that with a bunch of people. I mean, granted, it was just the two of us. But yeah, it felt like one of those things that like this is a good movie. And if you want to see it in theaters and your theaters aren't $40, you know, paying that New York City tax, then I would say do it. It's a fun Christmas thing, especially with your friends around the holidays. Yeah. And love Lexi to death, but she does not like B movies. So it's always. <laughs> That's understandable. So I'm like, wasn't that cool? And she's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> her up. like, that was good, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, I guess it was. Like, Santa, right? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, one of the producers on there is the guy who co directed John Wick. He directed Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2. Uh, oh, that's train. Fun. He's one of the producers. So I, I totally see that aesthetic and that vibe. Mm-hmm. So honestly, uh, I actually parlay a little more. My criticism a little more forthrightly because he does nice. know how to do this for a little more, a little less money. And I, I think I think maybe I don't know if they were scared to. It was a time maybe the director didn't want to. I don't know why. I, I think there could have been a little more stuff. Like I wanted an old Santa version of fucking John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> and we eventually got some of that and i don't need him to be that badass i really don't need him i like my hero like you said earlier with Die yeah, Hard. Yeah. i like my hero like the fact that he struggled with each of these guys i love that you know I, yeah i really I, did love that. i will say this about john wick and all those movies you named i think i liked john wick one and the rest yeah. of the john wicks i think have been dog shit oh uh, well there was a dog in the third one so. <laughs> wow that dog scene was so dumb uh, it the was third one just the whole part two and part three was bad. Like part three he, at the, like he was just doing tired, like Steven Seagal karate chops. And I was like, I'm done. I don't care. The choreography was bad. The action scenes were bad. The like, nah, some of those actions was good, man. You're wrong. Even the fucking, <laughs> like, like you're talking about the um, choreography of the filming, right? Like the cinematography was bad. I just, I did not like anything about the third John Wick movie. Yo, but Donnie Yen's going to be in the fourth one. Okay, now now you got me in. <laughs> but All right. That's fine, but Donnie Yen is cool. But then again, if he doesn't have the fucking Ip Man people in there telling him to do Ip Man shit, then he's not going to be doing Ip Man shit. He's just going to get nah, chopped man. in the neck we watched, by fucking We watched Triple X and Donnie Yen was the villain. And he was fucking awesome. And that was a dog shit movie. Donnie Yen was still amazing. That's true. You're right. Donnie Yen <laughs> can turn dog shit at. He was he's fucking awesome. You're Remember right. him in the Star Wars movie? You're right, you're they right. gave him they gave him three minutes, and it was the best three minutes of that goddamn film. Donnie Yen, which fucking movie balls he? to the wall. He was in um uh, uh, Rogue One. He was the blind guy <laughs> with yeah, the stick. Yeah, he was really good. He was so cool. Anyway, fuck. You're right. Donnie Yen's great. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> I'm back. Here. But just like yeah. you know, in a criticism when you're saying that like, oh, he did that. He could have done this. He did that with a bigger budget. 100%. It wasn't you're that right, great. Right. You're right. I think I just wanted a little more. Uh, a little more. That's all. Yeah. I, th- I think. You know, I think. But man, talking about David Harper again, he was so cool. And like, basically, this is the Santa we know, except reimagined as originally he was a Viking death bringer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Back in the day, I wouldn't mind. How cool was that? I, it would be interesting to watch I a Santa Claus it. origin story, I guess, of like, okay, what happened that led him to become Santa Claus? Like, what well, Christmas th- magic bullshit did he get into? I, I don't think we need a whole movie. Like, I think this movie s- s- somehow, like, very geniusly 
sprinkled in just mm-hmm. enough to really satisfy us and get our like butts itching. Like yeah. I, I hope our we, butts in, in the sequel. I don't yeah, want to let right. that go. You're, my butt itched. This movie made my butt itch. <laughs> it's like is that like your spider sense? Because I because I had ants in my pants. My butt itched. I was like, ooh, look uh, at this. Okay, you ever get out of your seat? Like, ooh, like ooh, ooh. You know, no. My butt. <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> but in the sequel, a little just keep doing more of that, more of that. And like you said, I, I think this could be at least a trilogy. <laughs> if not, like fucking if David Harbour is fucking up for it, do three is violent nights, then do violent night Easter. He fucking fights a fucking bunny. Do oh fucking violent God. night like jack frost and jack frost is trying to steal christmas like fucking go to all the tropes we fucking know about all these fucking christmas bullshit but just do it with david harbour as a fucking hammer wielding yeah. badass warrior and i'm in yeah i'm in that's fair I, oh I mean, you know oh, who we, could be mrs claus who angela bassett angela bassett oh shit i mean she's fucking she's my queen yeah she's fucking, right she was fucking queenly. Wow. She'd be queen of the North Pole. Have you ever seen Waiting to Exhale? No. Can you Google it really quick to make sure? Because if not, it will be a challenge next month or the month after. Because it is just one of those classic 90s movies that I probably saw a little too young. I don't Directed think I've seen by this. With Whitney Houston. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. We're going wa- to watch this movie. I love this film. Love it, love it, love it. Great. Cool. I got my challenge for next <laughs> month. But uh, Angela Bass is pretty good. That's a pretty good Mrs. Claus. That's, That's my vote. Mrs. Claus. She's buff. Have you seen? Did you see her arms in Black Panther? Yeah, she's pretty great. That was mm. crazy. Angela Bassett. Wow. Oh, sorry. I got super silent because all I'm doing is looking at Angela Bassett and imagining her as Mrs. Claus and being like, <laughs> "Yeah, she's good. She's good. <laughs> That'd be fucking badass." Oh man, she is great. But yeah, I think wow, she's 64. Wow, she looks great. Anyway, sorry. What were you saying? A <laughs> <laughs> uh, moment of night? silence for Angela Bassett appreciation. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll keep it in the, the, the final tape too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I, I want to say like, the, I want to talk about the little girl real quick because there were some really funny scenes. I mean, I don't know how you felt about oh, it, I guess. Yeah. But there was a Home Alone. There were Home Alone inspired scenes where she basically set up fun cute home alone traps but they ended up murdering the shit out of one of the guys and i love that because that's one of the the memes about home alone right is that all that shit would have murdered these guys and in this movie it did and it was fun to watch i thought the attic scene with the little girl in the tribute to home alone was brilliant everything i've said about everything else did not exist during that scene I thought it was so clever and mm-hmm. funny and like so I thought it was so funny because yeah. you're right. The the like we've seen the videos of people like what if home alone but rated R and like exactly. these people fucking yeah, die from yeah, every yeah, trap. Yeah, yeah. And like and she like did like slime and like a nail mm-hmm. and like a bowling ball. Yeah. And these that fucker died. It was so funny. Because every it, time you pacing watched wise, it, it was like plunk and blink and yeah. like, ha, I won't do that, but Question: Do you think she sabotaged that step, or do you think that step just happened to be I think broken? She sabotaged it. I thought so, but now in my head, it's funnier if she didn't do it <laughs> because so because then she's not a murderer, right? Because then she's not yeah, a fucking yeah, 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 straight yeah, out yeah, murderer. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's just like you're this right. attic, just like no one's been taking care of it, and he just happened to. Oh, God. The, oh so, I think she did on purpose. It was so good. But Maybe. It was so funny because. 
kids are sociopaths. So I think funny. the funniest part too is that like kids are sociopaths. She was, she was laughing at them. She's a little like, fucking sociopath, like, and she because they don't know the damage that they're doing yet. Yeah. And oh my so, god, that little girl. That little girl is fucking scarred for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I will say I hated the rich family. I hated everything about it. But the like the story beat of oh the money's not there because i stole it and i was leaving tonight is so dumb that i was like wow it worked for me it worked i was like it that's so dumb i yeah. okay well you guys suck also like <laughs> i will say this i mean look i'm not gonna i, I loved every time it followed like a, a beat for beat diehard moment when they were doing the vault thing i was expecting them to play like ride of the valkyries or whatever yeah, uh, I just I was just like, oh, yes, give me a vault stealing. There was a fucking walkie talkie. They mentioned the diehard Blu-ray like it just it was a lot of good, good payoff yeah. moments there. Yeah, I think overall the henchmen did a really good job. They weren't asked to do a lot, but I enjoyed them dying. Mm-hmm. I yeah. enjoyed the little bit of hijinks. The henchmen I know fun. it's I think calling each other gingerbread and frosty and sh- was like seemed like almost dumb but then on their walkie talkies very sincerely saying i think frosty's dead it's very funny <laughs> it was very funny it did it work very silly yeah i think in the beginning it, it was kind of weird but then seeing his whole like hatred of christmas and i, I it made yeah. sense they were using these code names yeah yeah and i then i think the the lead up to the last sequence was okay like, I didn't love the snowmobile. I know that's an homage to Die Hard 2. Mm-hmm. I understand yeah. why I was there. I didn't love it. But once he got to the cabin and I was like, oh, we're going to have the like bad John Wick ending where you have to fight. the." But I was like, no, I kind of like these two old guys. Fighting. Same. <laughs> that's good. that's I what I was worried about. I mean, look, yeah. I, we just like we're giving all the props to. I mean, I wasn't giving props to John Wick, but that was a better fight than most of the John Wick 3 fights. Like, the, the ending fights usually yeah. suck because it's like and uh it's not the actual badass people at the end i know that's a problem and, like, I, and I was like john logan's almost can't yeah. fight but he was like but he was like being clever and yes like, like just being like you know about yeah. it and he it like made sense with to me grit in a way that is was interesting i feel like you see a lot of yes. these old men fights and it's like old men with big egos they don't want to lose and you're like oh i'm just watching two slow old men fight it's like not fun <laughs> And they're making yeah. them seem a lot cooler than they actually are. But and our hero should be able to take him down easily. But for some reason, because circumstantially, he's just not. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, OK, you didn't have that in this. They were just fighting with the best of their ability. And they got tired, yeah. you know. And this guy, he had snowshoes. He had more weapons. He was better prepared. Yeah. It like, made sense. It made yeah. sense. I think oh, fights would be so much cooler if, like in Daredevil. That one fight where he just like is fucking tired at the end of it. I think fights would be cooler if they got tired. A lot of them were. That was such a huge part of that show. Yeah. They were were so important for them. I I, I completely agree. And then I also remember that um, this made me remember talking about the snowshoes that I I really did. Like, I think maybe it's the the writing for me is good and the direction of the actors was bad. And I just want a little more dynamism because the sequence when he got the hammer and he was going through the darkness of killing all those mm-hmm. people. It shouldn't make sense. They have fucking guns, but it really yeah. worked. And him yeah. like slowly getting all these Christmas items <laughs> and getting the fucking get the ice skate, the fucking uh, ice skate yeah, moment yeah, yeah, when he yeah, yeah. fucking God, decapitated so the guy. Those are sharp. Those that are dangerous. Fantastic. That completely makes sense. That was good. I love. I shit. loved. Love. Love that last the snowblower that shed scene. Yes, the snowblower. Yes, it was good. Time those guys. I kept every five minutes. I was like, ooh, ah, like it was just like it was such a great. 
it was such a fun scene. Yeah. If you like gory fights, if you like stuff like that, it's it's a great movie. Again, I will say that I would assume most people would have a hard time in their heads combining the amount of the the kind of gore that was shown with the rest of the kind of movie this was because it wasn't quite the same like usually movies that are that gory are like way what, more like saying but you could be i didn't have a problem right, but right, i would right. understand there's you know? a lot of people out there who are gonna be like oh christmas movie that has this much blood no thank you and i disagree but there's a lot of people like that with everything a lot of people like that with horror movies they'll watch that's why yeah. ghost horror movies are some of the most popular horror movies right because no violent no, because there's like no violence. It's just a ghost who's oh. like, ah, and they're like, oh, no. And then that's it. And they go away. You know, like, sure. Paranormal activity took the world by storm because you just watched the blanket move for like three hours. And then that was, that was fucking wild. That was, that was fucking wild. I couldn't finish watching it. I tried to watch the first one. I couldn't finish. That's too scary. The blanket was too scared. No, Marcus, I got through until they met the the seance people the exorcist people mm -hmm. and i don't know if you remember that film up to that point nothing happened Not i know a single thing had happened yeah i couldn't watch anymore the <laughs> participation was killing me i was home alone back in either high school or i was home and broke for college <laughs> i don't remember what it was but uh, but no one was home my mom was away so the house was empty my old fucking house that i grew up in that my grandma passed away in so i'm in that house all yeah. alone watching this movie and i was like i can't do it I can't, I can't watch it. I can't. It's too much. I can't. The anticipation was crushing my soul. Oh, so I never man. finished it. But if you look, I mean, look, if you look at modern horror movie trends, a lot of it is a lot of the more popular stuff is pretty like tame in terms of the, the brutality of it. The time of Saw has passed. The time of Saw has passed. I know. Yeah. It's a, it's what a shame. shame. It's a shame. Uh, Marcus, I want to read a couple of the reviews from this uh, Rotten Tomato here on this front page, and I just want you to respond to them. Is that good? Yes. Okay. Donald Clark from the Irish Times says, it's like attending a party where no two guests are on sufficiently good terms to manage even 20 minutes of civilized conversation. Perfect for Christmas Day, then, I hear you say. Too cynical. Two out of five. Two out of five? Three minimum. Three is the lowest score I accept. <sighs> Steven from the Australian, 112 minutes of your life rather than a day, which is a small gift. <laughs> I got it's the same. It's I hate reviews, man. I think that context of a movie matters so much to what it should be scored. Like fucking Oppenheimer and Avatar 2 or Avatar 2, The Way of Water yeah. or whatever, Shape of Water, whatever the fuck it's called. They yeah. have the biggest budget in the world. Go hard on that review. Go 100%. in on that review. 100%. Little fucking little stupid Christmas movie. No. What, are you, what standard are you holding it to? Why are you creating a situation in which you have to watch the movie all day? Why is that a part of the thing? It's Yo, I love this. Next, this is my favorite. Next one. Eileen J Jones from the Jacobin. With Violent Night, we were promised a deranged Santa meets diehard flick shorn of holiday schmaltz. Instead, the action comedy, just another soppy movie about the Christmas spirit. <laughs> uh, Christmas movies. What should Christmas movies be about then? They're about, I don't know. about Christmas. <laughs> that was that it was parodying it. That was the point. Mm -hmm. Like he was taking the shit out of it because like, I don't fucking know. Christmas magic is why I mean, I can't even die. I guess I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, <laughs> it was very funny. 
And then all the other ones here on the front page are good. If David Harbour doesn't commit to the bit so hard. Oh, wait. No. Is this? Oh, this is it's it's sort of it's fresh, but it's a bad review. Whatever. If David Harbour doesn't commit to the bit so hard in this, he delivers a genuinely great performance. It's just a lark. He's just way too good of an actor to keep this from floating away. So weird. So I don't understand. I This is if I'm trying to think about my entire year of watching movies. This was one of the mm. most fun movie experiences I've had outside of Barbarian. I would agree with that. All the other yeah. ones are good, and they agree with what we're saying. It's like, hey, this is fun. It's silly. It's fun. It's not great, but it's fun. You know, exactly. That's what yeah. most of the other ones say. Not every movie has to be The Departed or fucking Schindler's List or whatever. I don't even know what movies people think are good. Anytime I, I'm like that. I feel like anytime I have to name like, Ooh. oh, it's not like this other thing. I can never think of a movie that people think are good. I think what we should demand from people now from now on that review movies is on their byline. They say Samantha Jones or whatever their name is. And then underneath them in parentheses, what their perfect film, what their favorite. Film. I so would I understand love that their top five what context. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would love that. Because if you're like just like Schindler's List, Shaw Shank Redemption, The Green mm-hmm. Mile, and I'm like, I got it. Okay, this is yeah, for you. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't even need to hear your review. That's what I want. Because I think but, that's so oh man, we're gonna get a whole tangent about reviews. But so much of modern reviews, when I watch a review, I'm watching for someone who has my taste. Like, I don't give two shits about what the fucking New York Times says. I don't give two shits about whatever who whatever wins whatever awards. When I'm watching looking for a review and i'm looking for someone's opinion is for of yeah. someone who has similar taste to me and then Agreed. i trust that review like Agreed. chris stuckman is a youtuber reviewer a lot of times i'll like have similar taste to him and so if he says the movie's good if he says then i'm like okay i'm i might enjoy this movie jeff ganada from the slash film mm-hmm. cast i agree with most of what he says i i like all the guys on the, the podcast but yeah usually when he says something is like wow i really like this i usually go check it out yeah because yeah. i have the same sensibility as him. yeah exactly and i found that yeah. yeah well marcus oh esz mon says yo yo back <laughs> yo feel free to use back. that prime subscription while you're in the chat use your prime subscription yo 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 okay guys Marcus, is that it? Do you have anything like more to you talk want to talk about? I don't. I I don't. I I love David Harbor. I would talk more about David Harbor just because of how good he was. He was a great Santa. I really. I want a sequel. I like. I, David Harbor so good. Was phenomenal. I wouldn't go that far. The movie was <laughs> a, a, an enjoyable experience. I would agree with that. I think that I give a higher somewhere in between those two. And somewhere if, between those two is if what I think. You have friends. Go watch this movie with them. Yes, this is a friend movie. Mm-hmm. This is totally a friend movie. Thanks for the follow. That's hey, look, you don't have money. That's OK. You can follow us for free. Well, for now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for the follow. All right, Marcus, let's get out of here. Did you like Violent Night? I loved Violent Night. Did you she like really Violent Night? Did. I I knew you would like it. I didn't know you'd love it this fucking much. Uh, I loved it. I had so I like I, I cannot tell you the like the absolute joy I was experiencing throughout the entire film. Oh, honestly, I wish I was there with you. It would have made me like it even we more. We would have had a blast if you were there with me. Because I had to talk Lexi into liking it. So was, it was like, come on, that was cool. <laughs> my enjoyment of this movie was infectious, but unfortunately, it was just Darren and I feeding off of each other. <laughs> I love that. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really fun. I'm excited to watch it again at home. Good. I'm excited to watch it again at home. Good, 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 good. Marcus, 
Would you recommend this film? I would 100% recommend this film. Yeah, totally. I think I think anyone can have fun, especially with the sequences like the shed scene and the home alone scene. Yeah, I think there's something in here for everyone, even if you're like, even if you don't like the sappy stuff, then the action stuff will get you. If you don't like yeah. the action stuff, then there is a little bit of heart at this. And mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, David Harbour is so good that he'll capture anybody. I agree. Yeah, I think that yeah. if you are going to go into this like a movie reviewer and just, I don't know, pick it apart as if it were like going up for an oscar then like maybe not yeah it's not a perfect movie but that's not what this that's not what it's there for exactly wow the director of this also directed hansel and gretel witch hunters remember that movie with fucking hawkeye <sighs> i did not watch that movie but i remember it i did not watch it either and that makes me well that explains understand. all of your problems with the movie a hundred percent like nothing i've seen has been encapsulated like ah <laughs> uh, understood okay, okay. understood and his next film comes out next year. It's called Spermageddon. So I'd watch that. Spermageddon. I'd watch that. So, two narrative threads. One is emerging love story between two awkward teens having sex for the first time. And the other is an eventful quest of Simon and C- Simon the Seaman and his friends reached the golden goal of the egg. Oh, my God. This is a real movie. I when I was a kid and I learned about Seaman in my head, I always pictured like this a super artsy fartsy military <laughs> film that you didn't know the whole time was actually about semen making their way towards an egg. Like in my head, when I was 10 years old, I was like, oh, this would be a great piece of art. <laughs> wow. What, what You made a movie that was as good as like 1917. Did you see that movie? No, it was so good. But like Oscar oh, winning, maybe. like it was one shot. The whole movie was one yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh, you make a movie that good, and then in the final moments, it's like, and now we got to. That's what I was thinking. Egg. Yeah, ten year old me wild. was a genius, man. Honestly, stop. If you made it good enough, I bet you would get a lot of people. Yeah, and last, it'd be great. Lastly, Marcus, will you watch the next one? Uh, one million percent. Like I said earlier, get David Harbor as Santa fighting vampires, fighting werewolves, fighting witches, monsters. Just look, make this his second Hellboy, right? Like he Hellboy didn't work out. Just make Santa the new Hellboy, and they're cheap. Gone. They're cheap movies to make. I mean, you keep make like I had problems with that. I would have liked more money, but if if we're just gonna get another one every year or every two years because it only costs 20 million and you get like six or seven more mm-hmm. before the guy is like 55 and he can't do it anymore i think hell yeah yeah i mean david harbour's doing good i mean this movie is uh obviously enough of a success to get a sequel i think he's gonna be in thunderbolts and i think he's gonna steal the show over there oh, i mean he stole the show in black widow in thunderbolts yeah i'm super excited about that david harbour uh, needs yeah. to <laughs> he needs to make so much money that he then just makes himself Hellboy again in a sequel. and But he just pays for it. He seems like the guy that would do that. He does seem like the guy that would do that. He does seem like a like a, a really cool dude, but also like a little like eccentric and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the best way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Marcus. Next week, we are sadly away for the holidays. Sadly for you, not sad for us. We're enjoying our holidays. But... <laughs> Please go listen to our old episodes, but we will be back the week after with our Patreon challenge. So you still have time to go to patreon.com slash now try this cast to join the conversation. And for $5 a month, you can submit your own challenges. But for just a dollar, only one dollar, you pay more than that for your coffee. You pay more than that for a candy bar. You paid more than that 
to for, for fucking some bullshit that you fucking bought on the internet like get give us your fucking dollar bro okay mm-hmm. patreon.com slash now try this cast and you get to vote on the challenge every month see you guys next month hell yeah guys thank you so much for joining us we love you especially those who joined us live because you guys are the true fucking all-stars and remember to go out there and try some things good night night. friends get together so they can try things Hey, look, that's fine. The menu, how long was that episode? Under an hour. It was great. It was was perfect. (laughs) It was fucking amazing. And honestly, listen back to it. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. When I was editing the clips or whatever, I was like, this shit is very listenable. Very listenable. So I I don't mind. And then I just edited Bleach and it was an hour and 37 and it was about 37 too long. So (laughs) (laughs) honestly, while we were recording Bleach, I was like, this is going on too long. I couldn't stop myself from talking. I thought as I was talking, I was like, I'm talking too much. This is too much. I liked it. It was fun it, to like. It's a fun. Just, it like, was a fun episode. I just listened back. It was good. As a friend, like listening to your friend talk about something they enjoy. It's just, yeah. like, it's just nice. I was like, oh, this is fun. Having a good moment. <laughs>